you can achieve your goals. You can get to exactly where you want to be. You just have to really understand your body and give your body exactly what it needs. Give it the fuel that it needs in order to achieve your goals. Welcome to the More Than Just a Type podcast, a place where we explore what it takes to live your best life. I'm your host, Taja Cato, expert in type 1 diabetes and fat loss, entrepreneur, and lover of all things fitness and personal development. Each week, we'll bring you a tangible tool, tip, or insight that'll inspire you and empower you to take action, achieve your goals, and live your best life. I don't know where you are in the world. If you're having a mini summer wherever you are, maybe it's full-blown summer, definitely a mini summer here. I'm so hot right now, you guys. Like, it's dying. Um, But welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for being here. And if this episode inspires you today, if you took some tidbit out of it and it was helpful to you, please do make sure that you subscribe because that way you won't miss out on upcoming episodes and future content, bonus content that we have. So we are going to be talking about, well, I'm going to be going over my one of my client, my client Emily. We're going to be breaking down her diet protocol together on this show today. So by the end of this episode, you are going to have some insight on what Emily is doing to lose fat with type 1 diabetes and how you can do the same. So even though we're all individuals, meaning, you know, individual in so many different ways. I know I said that before. Obviously, we're <laughs> completely our own person. It goes for fitness as well. You really need to look at your fitness in kind of like your diabetes, where you wouldn't just copy what someone else is doing and expect to get the same result or hope to get the same result. You might hope, but chances are it's not going to happen and that's because your body is affected by so many different things and the same goes to fitness. It's a very individualized thing but I guarantee that wherever you are right now in terms of reaching your fitness goals, this episode will shed some light onto just some ideas that you can do for yourself in order to achieve your goal because if you've ever tried to lose weight with type 1, this struggle can be real. You're juggling blood sugars and just the whole deal can be a little little challenging and it can make you sometimes lose motivation and give up. So I know that the struggle is real, but it doesn't mean that you won't get there because there's always a way to achieve your goals. So I'm really excited about this episode and I don't know how you guys have been feeling lately, but granted I am getting my period soon, but I was so emotional yesterday and part of it, okay, this sounds really silly, but where I am in Costa Rica, there's a little a little cat that showed up actually around my birthday last November and he's just kind of stuck around and so me and me and him are like best buds <laughs> and he's a feral cat but he comes in and sleeps and then I'll let him out usually around 1.30 in the morning to go do his thing but... I'm gonna, you know, I know that I'm gonna be leaving here. As soon as I can get a flight back to the States, I'm I'm gonna be going back to the States. And my flight did get canceled again. That's a whole nother story. But I've just been thinking about leaving the little cat. His name's Poncho. 
And it actually, okay, so I started like crying yesterday and this, you might be like, Taja, you're going to see him again. It's fine. (laughs) But so I feel kind of silly even talking about it, but I realized that it was, it's not so much the fact that I'm going to be leaving the cat, Poncho. It actually brings up a lot of past trauma for me because when I was 11 years old, like I always grew up with cats. We had feral cats because I grew up on a farm and when I was 11, my parents divorced, so we left the farm. My dad got a place. My mom got a place. We didn't take my cat. His name was Ginger. We didn't take any of our cats with us, but Ginger was my cat, and he was there for me throughout my diagnosis when I was nine. He was there for me through, like, my parents divorcing, and I don't know if you have animals, but they kind of (laughs) give you this like emotional support. And if like, I can kind of get attached to that, right? Like you, I don't know, it's just a weird thing. And maybe it also, when you're younger, it affects you more. I don't know. But I realized that that's why I have so much emotion around leaving because I never, I I mean, I had to say goodbye to my cat because I, we, we couldn't bring him, but It's like I had to say goodbye, hardest thing to do, and just one, like, oh, it's just, yeah. So anyways, just, I know that I'm going to see Poncho again, but it just brings up all of this emotion. And then I I went for a walk yesterday and I was like, okay, (laughs) like I'm like crying and, um, I'm like, okay, now, like, I'm aware of this now. Like, I thought that I was over this because five years ago or whatever, I I always, like, thought about it and felt sad, but I thought that I had gotten over it because I'm like, whatever. (laughs) Um, But I'm, like, walking yesterday. I'm like, okay, so now when you bring – when you understand, like, traumas that have happened, maybe it's something that's happening in your life that – like brings up these things for you to look at or maybe it's just something and you think back on your past and it like brings up these emotions and I'm like okay so how do I get over it then how do I like move past it how do I like heal this trauma and that was like stressing me out but because every time I thought about it I would start crying and then I realized I'm like I think and every there's not I don't think there's a right or wrong answer to this because maybe you have past trauma too that's maybe not fully healed and it's so much easier to just push it back and not think about it until it comes up again but I think it kind of gnaws at your being on the inside and so I think what I realized yesterday was like being aware of it is part of the healing process because when you can be aware of it and then really feel any of the feelings that come up instead of pushing them back down and not feeling them, I think that in itself is like the greatest part of healing. So that just made me feel so much better. So I don't know who needs to hear this today. Maybe you, something's been triggered in your life and you've been feeling super emotional about it. And I just want you to know that, you know, it's, you're not alone and sometimes just really, feeling those uncomfortable feelings and like just letting letting whatever comes up come up makes you ultimately feel a lot better um but yeah I think it's just like a practice it doesn't happen overnight so that's me and my cat story my sob story for the day um but let's talk about Emily shall we so I'm going to read to you what 
Emily, what, how much she weighs, what her goal weight is, what her goals are long-term, her biggest struggle right now. We're just going to go through her um, just about page, let's say. And then together, we're going to break down what we're doing in order to help her reach her goal. And we're going to break it down in a way that you can actually take it and apply it to your own life because, again, we're all so different. So just keep an open mind and you do, you never want to... Um, copy exact but take a look at it and see how you can apply it to you all right so emily her current weight right now and we've been working together for four weeks but her current weight when we started working together was 174 pounds her goal weight is 145 pounds her goal she really just wants to lose weight and feel more toned lean and strong and lose weight but also like just look and feel better so she doesn't really have a goal weight in mind that she would love to be she's just open to whatever weight she gets to because she understands that sometimes and this is also a total mind fuck sometimes but you could weigh 150 pounds but if you have a lot of muscle, you could actually look like you're maybe 130, right? So the numbers, you don't want to get so attached to them because when you're also building muscle, it, your body composition will look a lot different anyways. And she wants to have, feel like she has control over her body and what she's eating and her blood sugars and her past dieting history. So she has yo-yo dieted a lot in the past because she's always wanted to lose weight and just so she's tried all these different diets but nothing has really worked obviously that's why we're here (laughs) but she's never even though she's yo-yo dieted she's never paid a lot of attention to her overall calories she's more so just watched like what she's eating and the foods that she's eating and um, she does use MyFitnessPal. So MyFitnessPal is an app that you can track your food on. There's a bunch of different ones, but she's used MyFitnessPal to help her get an accurate amount of carbs to bolus for. So she does count her carbs. Um, and then her main stressors right now is her work situation, her relationship right now. And the reason why your main stressors are important is because when your goal is to lose fat, You really want to minimize the amount of stress that you're applying on your body. Granted, you don't always have control over all of the stress that's happening in your life, but just being aware of like what stresses are going on kind of helps give you insight on what you can ultimately like focus on to manage it a little bit better. Because if say you're like super stressed in life in general, then it's not really going to help to jump into a really intense calorie deficit and do a bunch of cardio and all of this stuff because you're just going to be adding so much stress on top so it's just good to know all of this stuff right off the bat and her workouts right now she's been doing a lot a lot of cardio and then her gym has just reopened so she started going to the gym again and previously before the pandemic she was doing mostly cardio but some weight training using dumbbells and exercise bands and then she also used to do beach body every now and then so her workout was kind of a mishmash of different things and she isn't taking any supplements no medications other than type 1 
and her sleep is about six to eight hours per night, but it's very interrupted. So sleep is also really important because if you are consistently getting too little sleep, then it's also going to add stress on the body, which is something that that could in itself be a focus area just to try to get a little bit more sleep because all of these things matter. And then with blood sugar, she's tending to really go low during her workouts. Like no matter what she does, I know she's doing a lot of cardio lately, so that can obviously make her blood sugars trend a little bit lower because most times the like aerobic activity will drop your sugars as opposed to anaerobic. Anaerobic will usually increase your blood sugars. And then her her biggest struggle right now in terms of her blood sugar is like going low with workouts, but then overeating. And so then she goes high. So that's super frustrating for her. And then her biggest struggle all in all is just not knowing what foods to eat in order to help her lose weight because every diet she feels like she's tried just has not worked for her. Um, okay, so here's what we are doing. Remember when you were trying to stick to eating like 1200 calories per day and you were hangry all the time, but you're like, no, I need to eat only 1200 calories to lose weight. And you were trying to avoid food past like 6 p.m. You were trying to limit carbs. You were trying to limit fat and you were just feeling like you were getting nowhere. And then you go to your friend's house or you it's Thanksgiving or something and there's pie and there's cake and there's ice cream and there's all this food and you're eating all this stuff and then you just feel really guilty and you're like, what the heck just happened? And then you just feel even worse about yourself, but it, it just spirals you down this rabbit hole where you're constantly going through these phases of like, trying to be super restrictive and then trying to not avoid the things that you want to eat because it's not always possible. Or wait, maybe that's you right now. Maybe what I'm explaining is exactly how you're feeling because I just want you to know that this was literally my story forever for so many years. I would call myself a cereal dieter since I was like, 14 years old since the very first time that someone called me fat and I was just ever since then thought that food was evil. But if you're going through these motions right now and you're feeling frustrated and you really want to achieve your goals because you feel like it would give you more confidence to just be yourself and feel happy, I want I, I don't want you to feel stuck anymore because there's a way and it the way isn't as difficult as you think it is. And when it comes to fat loss, you really need to be maintaining a calorie deficit every single day. And it's it's hard. It's not easy. This The process to lose fat itself is really, really simple, but you do have to put in the work. And if you're willing to dive in and follow the steps laid out all in front of you to lose fat and do it in a way that's not restrictive, that you can actually achieve your goals, but 
you really you need to be okay with putting in some work too (laughs) then I really don't want you to miss out the opportunity to join my shredded body for type ones program there's a limited time price that ends this upcoming Saturday August 1st so if you're listening to this episode before Saturday August 1st then you can join the program still for a limited time price and this price is very very affordable you can even pay per month if you prefer so go to diabeticfitnessworld.com forward slash join I'm going to link to it in the show notes and if you have any questions about it if you are like hmm this program sounds like everything I need right now I'm gonna also put my email in the show notes because you can email me if you have any questions I want to make sure that you join because you know that this program can help you so I'm here to answer your questions and one last time you have until August 1st 2020 to get your hands on on this program you get lifetime access for this limited time price and inside the program you learn step by step basically everything that I do when I'm working with clients one-on-one like with Emily you learn how to do it all yourself so it's it can be very empowering especially if you're the kind of person who is just dying to get started and you know that you've got what it takes and even if you don't know that you've got what it takes I believe in you. I know that you've got what it takes. And sometimes just having someone in your corner can be so helpful. So if this resonates with you, be sure to check out the program and I hope to see you inside. All right, let's get back to the episode. We have dialed in her macros and her calories and just keep in mind, we've been working together for four weeks, so we didn't like nothing happened all at once. It's like a gradual thing, right? But we've dialed in her macros and calories and she started weighing her food. So that's something that she did right off the bat. It's something that if you're not weighing your food, but you are tracking your food, get a food scale, a food scale that weighs in a digital food scale that weighs in grams and ounces. It's going to be so helpful to you because the better your accuracy is with tracking your food, the better your results are going to be. So she started weighing her food. That's made such a huge difference. And she's started tracking her food intake and her body weight daily. And then she's not restricting any foods. She's just being mindful and she's just really focusing on her compliance every single week. And in just four weeks, she's already lost three and a half pounds, which is so amazing. And The first couple weeks is probably mostly water weight, right? But it still doesn't matter because she's feeling better. She's feeling lighter. She's feeling leaner. She took progress pictures the other day. And you can totally tell that just in in the last four weeks, she definitely looks a little bit leaner. So that's a win. And since stress stress is so huge, what we're doing right now is we're really focusing on improving her overall sleep. And so she's recently started taking melatonin. If you don't know what melatonin is, it's a natural supplement that um, just helps improve sleep. And you can get it from the drugstore, the pharmacy, wherever they have it. It's over the counter, so it's super easy to get. And she's started to limit her coffee intake in the evening because she (laughs) loves coffee. Who doesn't? I definitely do. Although I've started drinking mate tea, which kind of just feels a little a little different in the body so it but it's still caffeinated right so she's started limiting limiting her coffee intake later in the day to help her sleep at night 
And what we've started doing also is practicing just waiting. So if her blood sugar is a little bit low before the gym, before her workout, she treats it. And then instead of freaking out, which it's so easy to do, she has just started like set a timer on her phone and she's literally just sat there and timed like 10 minutes, 15 minutes, however long she needs before she treats it again. Generally, she's been trying to keep it around 15 minutes before she treats it, unless it's like a super bad low and she's still dropping, right? You can kind of feel that sometimes. Maybe you can't, but some people can. So that's been really helpful. And it's also saved her a bunch of calories because she'll be like, oh, like she'll freak out and then she'll eat all this food, which I've totally done before. But then she'll be like working out and then start feeling super sluggish. And then she's at the end of her workout. She's like, cool. I just ate all of these calories and now my workout basically went to a waste and here I am trying to remain in a calorie deficit to lose fat and now at the end of the day, I'm like hitting my maintenance or just above. So because she is tracking her food intake every single day, she can really see that data and it's really helpful for her. So um, just being patient and waiting has been a really, really great thing. And in terms of just... Figuring out what foods to eat, I think, and this is something that you can apply to is like, it's, it's, if you don't know what foods to eat, don't worry, just focus more so on the amount of protein, fat, and carbs your body needs every single day individually in order to achieve your goal because, and these are the amount of macros that your body needs. And this is really gives you a lot of freedom because then you can eat whatever you want. You don't have to feel like you're trying to stick to a set diet. And if you have a low and you're on the go and you need to eat something, it's not going to make you feel like you're <laughs> getting putting yourself back or causing a setback because of it because you're tracking all your food you're tracking your macros you know what you're supposed to be eating just in terms of the amounts of protein fat and carbs so that can be really freeing and really helpful so that's what she's done and it's really just about eating the foods that you love right because you when your goal is to lose weight it's it, you want it to be a lifestyle change because that way, when you make it a lifestyle change, that is when you're going to stick to it and that is when you're going to get the best results possible. And a lifestyle change is always best if you don't really have to change anything. <laughs> like maybe you're being more mindful in certain areas and you are just, that can be empowering too, right? Because you just know what you're eating, what your body needs, and you just, you're more in control, which also kind of sprinkles into your blood sugar control because when you're in control of your food and what you're eating and you're weighing stuff you're just more in control of your insulin and carb ratios and you just you've dialed things in so much tighter so that can be huge so that's what emily has done and that is definitely something that you can start doing as well um and so that's what we're focusing on right now. That's what we've done every few weeks. We'll, well, every week when we talk because we're working together one-on-one, -on -one, but we'll really look at her macros and see how her compliance has been. And then we'll make adjustments from there because the amount of protein, fat, and carbs that your body needs every day when your goal is to lose weight changes because your body will adapt to the amount of food that you're eating. And as soon as it adapts, you really need to create cha the change that's needed in order for your like bodies to start losing more fat. And so that can be done by adding in more cardio or 
um, lowering your food intake. So it's really a balancing act, but we've really been working together on that and making the proper adjustments. And that being said too, because Emily had been doing a lot of cardio before we started working together. So we kind of dialed her cardio back a little bit actually, because we wanted to limit the amount of stress applied on her body. And since she was also going to be strength training, we really limited her amount of cardio so that she is starting off more gradually. So she's burning 400 calories per week doing cardio. And then that really gives us more control over her overall deficit, her energy input and her energy output because we're tracking everything. And it just really it really does give us more control over her overall fat loss because we know exactly what we're doing, what we need to do in order to create um, just a larger deficit in order to continue losing weight. So that is what we've done. I hope this episode is helpful to you and I hope that you were able to take something out of this episode to apply to your own life, but just remember that your body requires an individual amount of food, an individual amount of exercise. You are so individual and so that's why you just don't want to compare what someone else is doing and try to do the same because chances are you might have tried to do that in the past and it hasn't worked out how you wanted it to. That has been my experience in the past. But you can achieve your goals. You can get to exactly where you want to be. You just have to really understand your body and give your body exactly what it needs. Give it the fuel that it needs in order to achieve your goals. So you've got what it takes. I'm so excited for you. If your goal is fat loss, you've got this. And thank you so much for tuning in. I'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. 